Chapter 5 The Star Crusher Captain Biffer, having delivered his manifest to the Admiral two hours before, exits his quarters and heads for Docking Bay Alpha Zero One. As he slowly approaches his new ship through the carrier tubes, he notices her large bluish silver frame with wings that convey the shape of a pointed star. Slowly scanning the outer hull, he comes upon her four large pulse engines, shadowed by two large hyperjumpers. As he continues around the ship, he notices the missile bays and blazer cannons hovering from every angle of the hull. The captain, admiring his ship, comes to a complete stop at the front as he notices what looked like an over-opening with four crystal sabers with blue veins of steel projecting from the middle of it. May I help you? The captain turns around and sees Chief O'Toole. Oh, sorry, sir. Welcome to the Star Crusher. I'm your chief engineer, Stephen O'Toole, just completing pre-launch inspections. Captain Biff acknowledges the chief. I've heard great things about you, O'Toole. Looking forward to having you as my chief engineer. But can you explain this? He asks as he points to the oval opening. The chief begins to explain to the captain that the device he is looking at is a weapon from which the ship gets its name. Captain Biffle looks at him and says, Star Crusher? Yes, sir, replied the chief. Its main weapon is a low-pulse gamma-ray burst similar to the ones from a crushed star, but powerful enough to destroy a small moon. The captain just stands gazing at the device he read about in his report and wondering, whether he will ever need such a weapon. Sir, sir, the chief repeats. The captain breaks his thought process, turns to the chief, and asks for the quickest route to the bridge. The two men enter what looks like a fighter bay, and the chief escorts the captain across the bay and ten flights up to the bridge. Upon their arrival, Captain Bifford cannot believe what he is seeing. The chief starts in by showing him the captain's watch stand. Captain Bifford steps into the stand, takes a seat, looks up at the massive view screen and remarks, We are one. The ship's vacuum goes off. Two hours to departure. All crew, secure quarters and report to your duty station. The chief quickly shows the captain his command office and the briefing room. May I be excused, captain? I need to report to the engine room. Yes, chief, you are excused and thank you. On his arrival at the engineering command center, the chief is approached by his junior engineer. Sir, the hyperdrives are at full capacity and she is ready for flight. Chief O'Toole thanks the junior officer and files his readiness status to the bridge. He takes a look around and looks at his junior engineer and says, she is a massive young lady. Let's treat her swell. The junior engineer nods his head in agreement and the two crew members take their pre-flight stations. At the captain's office, Star Crusher First Lieutenant Roberts rings the doorbell. Enter. Lieutenant Roberts enters and reports that all the crew on station have reported to duty. The captain thanks him and dismisses him. Captain Biffer clicks the VATCOM on his desk for shipwide communication. This is the captain. All hands, prepare for departure to Mars Base Genesis in five minutes. He clicks off the intercom, looks at his wife's picture, smiles. And slowly, watch over us, my angel. He rises from his chair, straightens out his uniform, and walks out of his office and onto the bridge. He looks at the pilot. Lieutenant Fetman, 
Are we clear for departure? Yes, sir. Captain Bifford takes his seat in the command chair. Mission forward, Lieutenant. The ship slowly exits the hangar, and under pulse power, it turns and takes off toward Mars. Join us next time. Chapter 6, The Cruise.